0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. Today's episode is brought to you by Forever Me Apparel. And I love it because they support the mission of Before You Kill Yourself podcast. Mental health affects everyone, either directly or indirectly. It's very unfortunate. And what's even worse is that no one is talking about it. At forevermeapparel.com, they are open and always looking to help support mental health. They want to supply everything from head to toe. It's always been and always will be about the people. Because without the people, we are just forever nothing. Forever Me Apparel has their newest collection out now. From beanies to shirts to hoodies to bags, they have it all shipped right to your door. You can find it all on forevermeapparel.com. They are doing a free giveaway for a Suicide Awareness t-shirt to a lucky winner today. Head on over to Forever Me Apparel and tag a friend that could use a suicide awareness T-shirt. They will pick a winner and DM you. What's 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 uh what's happening? I'm recording this at 8:35 p.m. Uh, August third, and uh, I don't usually record this late, but you know I want to talk to you. I haven't talked to you. This is going to be an episode where it's just me and you. Just me and you, ooh, baby. You know that old Tony, Tony, Tony uh, song? You don't know that song? You got to go look it up. Just me and you, ooh. That's that's from the old, I'm 44. I'm from the old school right there. Uh, I'm I'm glad you decided to join me. It was a decision, you know. Uh, you, You being here, staying here, it's a beautiful thing. And today we're going to cover uh the news in suicide uh, I know it sounds like it could be dark, but uh, <laughs> who who day let's talk about let's talk about what's going on but that's what this this podcast is about but uh I, I promise you that uh, I'm not saying it's good news in suicide but it's uh, uh valuable news and and all things, uh, suicide and, uh, and, and hopefully we can shed some light on what's going on with these, you. you know, so a lot of times we got things going on with us and we all have any idea of what it is or how to handle it. And sometimes it is hearing other people's stories and, and feeling like other people are working for us and not against us that, uh, that it gives us something to, to hang on to. So that's, that's what I hope to do with this episode, is to give you stories that will give you hope and give you some clarity as to what you may be struggling with, and also to let you know that, listen, there are people out there who are fighting for you, fighting for your life and, and want you to be here. Uh, so um, I'm excited. I'm excited about this episode as I am. With every episode. And also, I want to remind uh, remind you, this is my first time sharing this with you. I have coming up uh, and a series, a six-episode series called Not Suicide, Not Today. It's going to be, I think, five or six. I think six. Um, and it's going to be six of the leading experts on suicide talking about very specific things to deal with suicidality from uh, the suicide note to schizophrenia to, uh, you know, societal prevention. They're all going to discuss a different aspect of it. And, and these are people who are at the forefront uh, of where they are. So uh, I'm excited to have them on. They, they reached out to me, the organization, and said that they'd love to do this. And I said I um I I couldn't be more than happy to do it uh, um or more than happy to do it however you say that and so that that's coming up and that'll be you'll start and it'll be it'll be labeled as not suicide not today and then uh you know episode one and then the name of the person uh and then what that what that title is about so it's gonna be some very long titles coming up is what I'm (laughs) trying to tell you uh, because I haven't figured out how to do it um. I want to I wanna get into our first news story right off the top. Uh, for those of you who may not know, you know if you don't know who Tony, Tony, Tony is, I don't think you're going to know who I'm talking about on this first. <laughs> uh, Tamar Braxton. Uh, Tamar Braxton is a singer who thought about, who attempted, not thought about, she attempted to end her life. And... The reason why I want to bring her up is because she's still here and I want I want to share her story which I thought I had oh I do I have it right in front of me um, you know if you don't know her she is uh, Tony Braxton's sister Tony Braxton is a singer you gotta know who Tony Braxton is she she kills it uh, unbreak my heart. Uh, Tony Braxton does not sound like that first of all. But uh, <laughs> but um but so Tamar Braxton is Tony Braxton's sister and uh but has her own talk show uh, and recently tried to end her life. Um and she shared uh why or what could parts of what contributed to it. And I want to share this with you because I think it's important for people who are in similar situations to know that you're not alone in that situation and to know that you should fight back and, and say something and or leave uh, the situation. But in people magazine, she said Braxton's tribute came days after the star revealed that she had attempted uh, suicide after suffering pain for the past 11 years while working in the entertainment industry as a, a reality star, quote, who I was begun to mean little to nothing because it would only be how I was portrayed on television that would matter. It was witnessing the slow death of the woman I became that discouraged my will to fight. And uh, um, and then she said, the pain that I have never, that I have experienced over the past 11 years has slowly ate away at my spirit and my mental She said, now Braxton says she is learning to grow through her pain instead of looking for an escape and will be seeking treatment to be the best mother to her son. Uh, Quote, uh, to continue to quote, I'm on an irreversible path to healing. I am taking my time. It is of the utmost importance that I find my happy and my health through professional treatment for sake of my whole heart. Logan, who I forgot in my moment of distress, and desperation, uh, adding that she will also fight for ethical business practices in reality TV. So I want to share that with you because I, I'm i sure that you, like so many others, are in a workplace environment that is toxic um, or, un- or discouraging. Uh, unempowering or disempowering and you're not allowed uh, to shine to thrive or at least you feel like that and uh, and maybe your voice isn't being heard you don't feel seen and those have dire consequences as evidenced uh, with Tamar Braxton and I'm sharing that story with you like I said because I want you to know that you're not the only one going through it don't think that Just because you're making minimum wage, it's acceptable to put up with the way you're being treated or, um, because you want to get a promotion, you have to put up with this. No, it's, it's something that's part of that culture and it, it, it can start with you. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to fight or go to court or, or talk to higher management, um, it could be something as small as just saying just deciding at this moment that you know what i'm going to i'm going to leave i don't know how i'm going to find another job or start another career but just saying to yourself that you will i remember as a kid um you know my mom uh growing up i just felt i just wanted to get out of chicago i felt like the environment of chicago was uh, too violent between the cops, the gangs, and then my mom and uh, i I told myself as soon as I had an opportunity, I was going to get out of there i didn't i didn't, didn't matter how it was going to be whether it was going to be college or the military. I was leaving as soon as I turned eighteen. I made up my mind, and I think that once you make up your mind, uh, even if you don't know how, just just decide that you are going to either do something different with your life um no matter what the consequences for that is but yeah obviously in the more productive i e switch a career go back to school take some night classes uh or just move laterally you know go from burger king to mcdonalds or or you know target to walmart whatever that is um but but know that you have options. You know, zoom out a little bit. It could and and it could feel like you don't have options. Even Tamar Braxton, who was making, I don't know how much money she was making, but uh she she was getting at least uh you know five digits per episode. Right? She so she's making good money above minimum wage. And even she with the money she was making and lifestyle and uh, the the little bit of status that she had felt trapped so don't think that if you if you make if you're the manager or you're the CEO or you know if you were in charge or if you were the star that all of a sudden your your mindset will change it, it's something that you have to decide now right um, I'm reading this book called uh, Triggers by Marshall Goldsmith I believe. And in that book, he talked about uh, how triggers can be positive, not positive or negative, but encouraging or discouraging, um, empowering or disempowering. And so when we think about triggers, we usually think about it in the negative, like, I was triggered. Um, But triggers, (laughs) but you could also be triggered to do something positive. You could be triggered to work out. You could be triggered to write a book. You can be triggered to, to hug or to phone uh, a family member and and you could be triggered to 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 volunteer. So uh, we can be triggered it, it, towards our goals or be triggered away from our goals, right? And a large part of being triggered is our environment. You know, just yesterday, um uh, me and my girl were driving around and we were commenting on like how low sluggish we felt. Or I think that was I can't remember if that was Sunday or yes, I, I can't all the days are starting to run together now uh, in Antarctica, they call it the T3, but, um, but, you know, we realized it has something to do with the weather. We, we both been congested, uh, not sleeping great. And we always sleep great, I mean, I haven't been sleeping great cause I, I just kind of been getting up and eating PB and J's, but that's a whole other episode. We don't have to talk about that right now. You don't have to, you don't need, you don't need to be that deep all up in the Leo flowers juice. So, t- so take your hands out and close the refrigerator. All right. Um, but the environment affects how we sleep, how we feel about ourselves. You know, if, if the sun is out, uh, some people uh, come to life at night and some people uh, come to life during the day. Uh, you know, so the, the weather, whether it's too cold, too hot, or there's so many environmental influences on on how we feel, and that goes back to your workplace environment, your, the school environment. Do you feel safe? Do you feel protected? Do you feel, Like you can trust the people in charge that if you have uh, an issue or a complaint or something that needs to be resolved, do you trust that uh, it'll be handled in a compassionate manner or do you think you're going to be blackballed and, um, you know, fired or blacklisted, right, for speaking up? Which you you often find uh, in the military and uh, with the police force and and a lot of other uh, different groups. Uh, of people, so you know, a lot of times people won't speak up because of that because they 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 fear not only they're going to lose their friends or their job, but but their friends in that community and that network and, and you know who are you going to go to after hours with, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so, but my point is, if if something's bothering you, if you're feeling uncomfortable, you should not feel uncomfortable at work, right? They're they're paying you, and you have rights. And and so if you if you feel that way to, to speak up to someone uh, and they're and they're different. There's so many different groups. And, and I'm you know, as I'm, I'm freestyling this, I didn't look it up. But there are groups, there are advocacy groups that will help you if you if you don't have the, the financial resources, the you know, financial backing, you're like, I can't I can't afford to stir up the waters. There are groups, there are advocacy groups uh, that you can call that can help you. And, and once that ball gets rolling, uh, they'll find ways to, to uh, uh, help you find financial support as you go through with whatever your, your transition. So trust me when I say that there is a resource, there's something out there or someone out there who can be an ally for you as you go through this. Tamar Braxton, you know, in, in the article, um, she talks about her son, Logan, and she talks about her husband. And how she's so thankful that uh, her husband uh, found her in time and 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 uh, was able to get her to the hospital. Um, and so you, you, we have allies; these people around us who we think don't care about us. And, and I'm sure that's how she felt—like she was a burden, it was too much. And 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 if that was the case, he he would not have acted so quickly to for her to get help. He he would have just uh, left her there, and he didn't. So. Know that uh, people around you care, even if you think they don't, and even if they say they don't. You'd be surprised how many people say they they hate you or don't like you or make fun of you or bully you, and 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 secretly they admire you and respect you. And when I was vegan, I, I took so much uh, crap for being vegan. You know, I'm from Chicago and uh, the North Side, and you know, and they were like, "Oh, you're vegan." You know, I, I'm built like a football player, and I took so much crap, and then. Uh, I was vegan for three years, and then once I started eating meat again, all those people who gave me crap for being vegan, who, who uh, you know, kind of bullied me, they were they were all like, "Oh man, I love that you were vegan. I I went vegan too." That they were quietly going vegan uh, on the side and not even telling me, as they're still talking trash uh, to, to my face. So um, know that you you have more allies than you think you do, and there are more resources out there than you think you have. Uh, but, you know, we have to start looking for it, and it's going to take a, a little work uh, and a little effort on our part. And I know getting out of bed sometimes can just be hard enough, let alone uh, looking for allies, right? It's like, <laughs> it's such a strong word, looking for an ally. Like, that That sounds like a lot of a lot more paperwork uh, than was needed. But I want to share that story with you to know that, you know, uh, Tamar Braxton is, is now, you know... Uh, Fighting to stay here and be here. And so thankful that she was found. Uh, you know, uh, she she's working through it. She said, like I said, uh, to quote her, she said she's going to go through the pain instead of looking for an escape. So uh, shout out to Tamar Braxton for still being here. Um, and, and to let you know that there are resources and, and people are starting to uh, uh, pull for you. The White House. The White House. In other news, the White House is now, uh, you know, finally passing a bill addressing it. I mean, what they doing ain't a lot, but it's something, and it gets the ball rolling, and it's putting the gun, um, uh, the gun lobbyists, and on, on notice. And I know that I have people in other countries listening in, but the but the point of the White House, you know taking a stance, a public stance on this, uh, is that uh, sometimes our, our governments, uh, our, you know, we've lost trust in our governments and faith in the government, but, but there are people within the government. You can't just think about the government as a whole. you got to think the government is made up of people, more than one person. I don't care if you're in Russia and you're mad at Putin or uh, in Australia or uh, New Zealand or London, wherever you are, know that that the government is is just people right and 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 every group of people there are people who vote yay and there are people who vote nay and there there are people right now voting yay uh on doing something about suicide prevention and so there's just know that there's always a mole there's always someone in there who's uh who's who's trying who's fighting for you to stay here who's fighting for your rights who's fighting for your equality uh, and, and fighting um, for for your voice so that you can be heard. Uh, the White House, they just passed, uh, some of the Trump administration rolled out the president's roadmap to empower veterans and end a national tragedy of suicide. It's called PREVENTS. Uh, it's a long-awaited strategy to bring down the rate of suicide in the military and among civilians. It focuses on enlisting community partners in a public awareness campaign to fight the stigma around seeking help during a mental health crisis. All right, here's what I love about this, right, is that the the prevents, is called prevents, the president's roadmap to empower veterans and end a national tragedy of suicide, right? It's called prevents. Now, don't think, don't think that Trump wasn't trying to name it, trumps or something that like he was trying to he just couldn't figure out an acronym for trumps right um but uh, but i'm sure he was trying to call it trumps you know he's trying to put his name on everything um but but prevents is the name of it and uh what i love about this is that it seeks to change the culture this is from the website it seeks to change the culture surrounding mental health and suicide prevention through enhanced community integration prioritized research activities and implementation strategies that emphasize improved overall health and well-being. All right. I know that's a lot. You're like, what the heck does that mean? Here's what that means is that not only are they looking at you, the individual and saying, hey, you know, how, you know, what's wrong with you and, and what are, what's your story, blah, blah, blah. They're also taking a public health approach in that they want to involve your family, uh, healthcare uh, providers, uh your faith, what whatever your church, are you Christian? Are you Methodist? Are you Buddhist? Are you agnostic? Like whatever your faith is, how do we incorporate that into your treatment? Uh, they're looking at your recreation. Like are, are you are you mobile? Are you are you ambulatory? Like what what's your what's your movement? Are you are you a crossfitter? Like what's your thing? Uh how much exercise you? You know, what's your what's your physical health basically? And also looking at your workplace, right? This goes back to Tamar Braxton. They're looking at your workplace, and then they're also looking at your community. Is is uh? Are there are there food deserts? Are there financial deserts? Is there inequality? Is there a sense of connectedness? What are the resources that you have, and what are the resources that you uh, that you need? So they're looking at all six of those dimensions: family, healthcare, faith, recreation, workplace, and Community, and I think that's a beautiful thing because it helps us to realize, on an individual level, that when we have a psychic, when we feel like we're in pain, uh, and 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 and, uh, and have an unbearable feeling of despair coursing through us, to not just look at ourselves and and what we've done is so easy to to look at where we. have We've come up short in our failings uh, and, and our regrets and what we're guilty for. Um, but with this, it reminds us to look at our family. Well, what are our connections? When was the last time you called mama? What about papa? What about your 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 siblings? Have you are you guys arguing? Are you are you on the outs? Are you have you been able to forgive each other? Right. Look at your community. Are you are you engaged with the community, or are you just like coming home, locking the doors, pulling the blinds, and watching TV? Are you volunteering? Is is or maybe your community is is rough. Maybe it's it's tough out there in the streets. It's safer for you to be at home, and you can't even walk the streets because uh, you don't you don't know what's going to happen. Or maybe there are no streets, right? Maybe it's just sewage systems or, or dirt roads. Uh, maybe you're in an isolated farm in the middle of nowhere. Like, what's your community like, and how's that contributing? To, to how you feel and see the world, right, In your connection. What about workplace? Some, some of us don't even have a job, right? We don't have a job or we're in between jobs. We're about to lose our job. Or maybe we have a job and it's overwhelming that the paperwork is just keeps piling up. The emails keep coming in. Uh, and the boss is, is, is all up in your ear. And, and maybe you've never even seen your boss. A lot of people are, are, are getting jobs in, from home and uh and they're just getting assignments right and and so now there's not a physical connectivity uh because of the quarantine or or maybe because of whatever your job is so what's your workplace do you feel connected do you feel a sense of purpose do you feel like you're contributing to something bigger than yourself um and then recreation not and recreation are you are you getting are you getting your vitamin d are you walking outside is the sun even out maybe you're in seattle and it's raining all the time um so we're looking at all these. Are you, do you have a bike? Are you riding a bike? Do you got a Peloton? Like what's your record? How are you moving your body every day? Do you have chronic pain? Maybe you can't move because you have inflammation in your joints. But maybe you have inflammation because of your nutrition, right? So we got to check your gut biome. What, I'm, what, I'm, what I want to emphasize here is that there are so many layers and so many contributing factors to how we feel at any given time that when we're in despair, we, we have myopia or myopia, where we have a very narrow tunnel vision, and we just focus on us. We, we just focus on ourselves and, and, and this moment. And it, it makes it so hard to zoom out and see uh, the contributing factors and the, and the bigger picture and, and, and to remember all, uh, all the times we did feel connected and we did feel loved and we did feel seen right so we and 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 to, and also to to see that we do have options and resources and and there and there is a there's, a there's a glimmer of hope somewhere in there right so but it takes a little work so that's what I love about this prevents uh, program is that it's just a it's a great reminder that it's uh, it's not about uh, self help it's about public health it's about the the public the people and and all the things uh, surrounding it so check that out and even if you're not in the country just just go to the you know prevents uh, va.gov/prevents and and check it out uh, just to see what it's about see what they're assessing for and uh, see what the standards are and, and, and think about, you know, t- you know, take an assessment for yourself. Sit down with yourself and say, you know, you know how, could, uh, are my, am I good with my connection with my family, my community, my workplace? And click through and see where maybe you're dropping a ball a little bit. Maybe you need to establish more connections, right? Where do you need to take root more in your life so we can keep you here for a lot longer? Uh, all right. Next story. Moving on. We have uh, uh, this is coming to us from where is this Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin. Uh, young lady. Uh, she attempted to end her life, and uh, and now she started uh, a support group. That's right. Uh, uh, she feels hopeful. She's a suicide survivor, and uh, what's her name? What is this woman's name? Uh, uh, Angela Lesko started a support group online. And what's great is that for all my international listeners out there, uh, you can you can log on because it's on Facebook. Now I think (laughs) I think I think uh, I I forget who uh, 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 Kim Jong Un. I I think he blocked Facebook. So you know, for my uh, listeners out there in Korea, uh, my apologies. Uh, But it you know there there might be. I'm I'm sure some of you have figured out. How to get on Facebook out there? There's there's got to be a dark web for you to for you to get on, but um but on Facebook uh, the the group is called Depression Anxiety PTSD TBI Suicide Awareness and Discussion. I know that's a long name. I don't know. She was trying to get everybody. (laughs) She should just called it Everybody. Uh, I'm gonna say the name of the group again. It is Depression Anxiety. PTSD, TBI, suicide awareness and discussion. It's on Facebook, and uh, if you want to join, she, of course she has rules. You know she has four rules. The, the, the number one rules: absolutely no judgments. Right, you get banned immediately. Number two: respect everyone's privacy. Number three: be kind and courteous. Number four: no swearing. Uh, I feel it sounds like my mom is running this group. <laughs> I can't i can't swear uh, uh anyway so go check it out on facebook and and you know it has 274 members which is really cool if you know if you if you join this group now 274 members that really gives you an opportunity to connect uh and establish a community uh with these people because you know you join a group and there's like tens of thousands then you can kind of get lost in there really quickly but you join with only a, a few hundred members, and your voice can be heard, you can be seen, and you can, you can establish some roots uh, as the group starts to grow because it will grow as it starts to get more attention. So uh, please check that out. We will put a link to that in the show notes for those of you uh, who might be driving and listening to the episode. But this is great. You know, it, it's another way of turning, you know, she turned her pain, and to purpose and she started this group and uh and and that's a really powerful way to do it and she set some rules uh i I could i could tell she's on it like (laughs) she is mama bear uh to the utmost so so please check that out take you know take advantage of the resources that that are around you so that uh we can get you to to stay here uh you know just uh, just another just a little bit longer you know Just hang out. Just, you know, just kick your feet up. Take your shoes off. You know, take your jacket off. Hang hang your your jacket up. Kick your shoes off. And let's relax. Grab, yeah, let me grab you a drink, you know. Water, of course, water. Um, But uh, I love it. And I thought I had a third story. Oh, and, all right. So last story is, uh, and this is from Stars and Stripes. Uh, the Brandon Act. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the Brandon Act is something from Washington and uh, a military serviceman. Uh, it was based on him. And uh, it's just a way, it's a bill that's going to be passed so that military servicemen and uh, women can um, get mental health help without worrying about repercussions or uh disclosing their their rank or worried about how it's going to affect their promotions, et cetera, et cetera. And this is just more evidence that there are people out there who are working for you to help you. And uh, and it, it it's all these feels, I know a lot of these feel like little drops in a bucket, but that's how you get the bucket to overflow. That that's that's how change is made. It's just little tiny drops. Right. Right. First, it's just like this it's how we that's how we have a successful day. First, we we take the we wake up, we take the covers off, we put our feet on the ground, uh, we stand up, we go to the bathroom, brush our teeth, take a shower, just these little tiny little baby steps. Right. And, and then, you know, we have some tea or coffee maybe we do a little stretch, some journaling. But it's it's all about little baby steps. It takes it requires baby steps from us, and it requires it from our community, and it requires it from our government, and that's what we see happening. and And I always want to remind you that that baby steps are being taken, and if if enough of us take baby steps, then we're taking one big giant step together. Uh, with that said, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, you can always go to thrivewithleo.com let's get to tomorrow together and uh, you know I'm going to ask and I'm going to you know I'm going to I to ask my own self the question you know that I ask at the end of every episode uh you know uh before you kill yourself uh what would you say to them, leo flowers um hey hey can, you know, I would I would ask if I could sit with you that's it. I would just ask if I could, if I could just sit here with you and and that's it. And then, you know, whatever you decide you want to do from there. As a reminder, today's episode was brought to you by forever me apparel. They are doing a free giveaway for a suicide awareness t-shirt to a lucky winner today. Head on over to forever me apparel and tag a friend that could use a suicide awareness t-shirt. They will pick a winner and DM you. Forever Me Apparel has their newest collection out now. From beanies to t-shirts to hoodies to bags, they have it all shipped right to your door. You can find all of it on forevermeapparel.com.